Nines. My name is John Wist. And I'm Bonnie Mace. We're two Enneagram Nines who took the big leap into the world of entrepreneurship at a similar time. And this podcast is a space where we are inviting you to laugh and learn with us as we work to build businesses with soul. This is episode 28. 28. And we are continuing our series on how our nineness shows up in our business mm-hmm. through the core motivations mm-hmm. of a nine. And we're at the last one. Yeah. Yeah. This is it, unless you lovely people allow us to do a bonus episode. <laughs> Which so far, I'll double check as we're talking right now. But okay. So far is not happening. Oh. Uh, but yeah. This is part of it. I guess that's also part of it when you're specifically talking to Enneagram Nines, because as we'll talk about, even in today's episode, we think, they don't mean me. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they need to hear from me? My presence doesn't matter. We currently don't have any voices. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my voice they want to hear from. Well, you know what, Nines? Um, it is you we want to hear from. Your voice matters, and so we want to actually hear the real thing. Yeah. The real voice. Yeah. Uh, but yes. You know uh, what? It's okay. We will have fun. Yeah. Bonus episode or not. It's true. We're going to enjoy ourselves. So. But I would have more fun with bonus episode. Yeah. All right. So core motivation, desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, if you want to catch up on the series, it starts back at which episode? 20... 24. Four. Right? Yeah. Because we did 24 was like our intro. Yeah. Yeah. And 25, 6, and 7 have been the other yes. motivations so far. I link them in the show notes so you can go back and listen to each one. Um, and today we're talking about core, core, whoa, I just forgot the name of it. Core longing. <laughs> we don't edit this podcast. You guys all get that brain fart. Oh, core longing. Yeah, I said that. I said that wrong. So I said it wrong first. I Yeah, that's why we're messed up. Oh. I said desire. Oh, yeah, we already did we that. Already did that. Yeah. So my, my apologies. It's okay. Core longing. Core longing. Core longing. Okay, tell us what the, the a nine's core longing is. Okay, so core longing is basically a message that if you've heard it and truly believed it, you'd be able to operate out of a confident, um, content, peace-filled space. So for us, it is the phrase, your presence matters. Yeah. John, <laughs> you squirmed. Yeah, it does. Your presence matters. My presence matters. <laughs> So funny story. Can I start with a funny story? Kind of. Okay. Always. So, um, so we just had a weekend where Lauren worked all weekend mm-hmm. and, uh, I decided that we would take the kids to Ocean City, which is where both her and my parents live. And there was bull riding <laughs> all weekend long. And so it was like, sweet. Like, let's take the big kids to see some bull riding. And my mother-in-law was going to watch our youngest. And so um, it was great. We 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 are borrowing slash maybe going to, I don't know, get transfer ownership of my mom's car to us because we're, our Subi is gone. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. But um, so it's a very small car, mm-hmm. but it's hybrid. Uh-huh. And it gets like 50 miles a gallon. Whoop, whoop. Which is amazing. And so we're like taking that to Ocean City. Also, mm-hmm. you were borrowing our van. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were borrowing your van. Speaking of Dead Sea Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so drive down goes fantastic. All the kids mm-hmm. sleep in the car. 
drive home on Saturday. Goes fantastic. All the kids sleep in the car. Sunday. Still have the car because Lauren is working. And we still have the van. Go to church. Two minutes down the road. Explosion of frustration from our three children who are tightly packed Mm -hmm. into the backseat. Very um, stressful drive to church. (laughs) Because it's like almost 30 minutes, right? Yeah, on the way back. Explosion of frustration in the back of the car. So I like, it's like, all right, everybody stop (laughs) on the way home. And I start talking to them about like, look, like you guys have done a great job in this car all weekend, but you got to keep your hands to yourself. This isn't hard. It's, we're going to be home in like 10 minutes at that point. And I'm like talking them through it. And Evelyn Evelyn says, can you just stop talking? (laughs) And it, it hit this deep thing within me. (laughs) And it's, it's this thing that i've had to explain to elliot before too which is that sorry i'm laughing at your pain i've learned as a nine mm-hmm. and 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 learning that i was a nine has actually helped me mm-hmm. to understand this point which is that when i speak and i feel like people don't hear me mm. it it breaks a part of my soul <laughs> and, and causes me to feel like I need to repeat myself yeah. until I'm heard. Yeah. And this is slightly different than like, um, I feel like it's slightly different than the core longing, but it's like a hint of it. Like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a hint of like the same core, core longing. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a, maybe a symptom mm-hmm. of the core longing, mm-hmm. which is like, I do feel like there are times where I have something important to say and I really would like that to be heard. And if I feel like it's not heard, then I feel like I have to keep saying it over and over and over again until mm-hmm. it's heard. And then if I really don't feel like it's heard, then I'm just completely depressed and dejected. Same. Yeah. 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 And so, um, I yeah, I feel like even with my kids, it's a thing. Um, and but yeah, it definitely like that's a personal side, obviously. But like, yeah, I mean, it it shows up in business all the time, and uh. I think something that I just actually talked about with my counselor in my latest counseling session was like the fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I feel like on the, cause we, we said we wanted to kind of talk about both sides of this, right? Like there's the good side and the bad side on the bad side. Like, I do think that there is a temptation to not put yourself out there Mm -hmm. over fear of rejection because that just even deepens it confirms that your presence doesn't matter yes it, yeah. it deepens this reality that like oh my gosh i really don't matter because i just put myself out there and they rejected me mm-hmm. and so they said not only does your presence not matter i don't want it here yeah, yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> you may not enter my space and so um yeah 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 I, I i do feel that i feel that mm-hmm. often mm-hmm Yes, I will say in parenting, too, for myself, this this one shows up a lot. And repeating myself has always been a pet peeve. And for a long time, I blame that on the fact that through most of my life, my dad can't hear very well. <laughs> so that, that it was just like a pet peeve. But same thing for you. Like once I learned about like my my Enneagram nineness and yeah. some of the motivations and realized like, oh, it's not just that it, repeating myself is exhausting and physically 
annoying. It's that it's confirming to me that I'm not worth hearing, <laughs> like that my presence doesn't matter and yeah. all of these things. So yes, parenting for me often brings out the worst. In the worst. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. Our kids right now, even <laughs> both of them are on like a strong, we had in-laws over the weekend mm -hmm. and I call it the granny hangover. Yeah. Yeah. And it's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Because not only do they not want to hear me, they're also annoyed that I'm talking to them at all because I'm not giving them what they want Yeah. without abandon. You are not granny. You're not giving me what you You're want. You're me your phone for 45 minutes endlessly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it is, it can be rough, but we're not here to talk about parenting. No. We're going to talk about this in their business. So yes. you were kind of talking about just to clarify the good side and the bad side. Yeah. And so what I mentioned before we started is that it kind of shows up like when you believe that your presence matters, then you can take positive, healthy action. Yes. So that's what you're talking about for the good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you don't believe that this is true, you start going towards your unhealthy, like stress side. Yeah. And that's what John is talking about, like yes. the bad side. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. That. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah. And it's hard work to believe that your presence matters. Yes. And so um, that's just something to keep in mind that it's much easier <laughs> to default to, well, I'm not sure that my presence matters right now. So I'm just going to yeah. not make the call and be rejected. I'm right. going to not follow up with this person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. I mean, what does that look like for you on? So let's like, st I feel like it's easy to pick out a bad, like it's easy to pick out the bad and I'm sure more examples will come as we talk yeah. because that's sometimes what we default to. Mm -hmm. So like, but what's an example for you of the good side? Like when you are believing that your presence matters, what are the things that are, what's the fruit that comes of that? Um, I usually actually say what I mean. Okay. And so I think right now, like the way that shows up it, for me is like I continue to practice writing or I like jump onto stories and actually share something that is meaningful. Yeah. Or um, and then usually like honestly what happened. So the I, the thing you can think of most recently is there was all this like drama you might know about a major corporation <laughs> that people are unhappy with. Yeah. Now on all sides. Yeah. Because of how they handled the first bit of unhappiness. Yeah. And I'm just not to get into that. Yeah. However. Yeah. It was happening. My internets was exploding with everybody being angry. And I was done with it. And so I jumped on my stories and I just shared like a little bit of like, hey, I want you guys to know because this is my strong opinion. Yeah. Like all of this stuff is going to be amplified in the next couple of years because we're running up to a very like contentious Re yeah. yes contentious is the word presidential ex election season yeah and it's already hot and heavy and it's hot and heavy because of the like it's hot and heavy because there's a ton of people duking it out on yep. the republican side right now and so everything is going to feel like outrage yeah yeah <laughs> and so i got on my stories and i talked about this and i had lots of people positively respond to it and i lost followers that day too oh interesting okay. yes yeah. yeah i actually w went back and kind of like reviewed and was like oh what was this day I lost like a couple followers. What's going on? And then I saw my stories and I was like, oh, this is the day. <laughs> and it, like, bar it was barely anything. Yeah. However, it was on my brand and I was telling people, here's what you should do if you like click on a story and it's full of outrage. Right. You know, take right. some breaths, remember this. Anyway, um, so that's kind of how I show up on my, I remember that my presence does matter is I actually say things that are important. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. that might be beneficial and that maybe people will leave, but, um, <clears throat> Because well, I was in that headspace, it was fine. You know, that people right. chose to unfollow me. I was like, wow, 
Yeah. You can be angry all the time. That's fine with me. Right. Well, also, I was going to say that, like, the lie that we tell ourselves is that if people, and we just talked about this a little bit, like, that if people in some way, shape, or form, quote unquote, reject what we're saying or our presence or what we're doing, that's not necessarily a reflection on us. Mm-hmm. It's how they're perceiving or interpreting whatever mm-hmm. we're offering. Right. It's not a, um, and this is, this is the thing I had to learn actually in that counseling session was like, that rejection is not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of the preference that that person has. Yeah. And so they prefer to do something like in a business situation, like they prefer to go to somebody else or they prefer to not do it right now because they don't have the time or the resources to do it, or they prefer a different person's approach Um, for you. Like they preferred to not be confronted with their own insecurities. And so they left. (laughs) I don't don't know. You know, that may not be completely it, but outrageous drugs runs. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, And so like, you know, they preferred to not, hear that anymore okay well that's their choice Mm -hmm. that's not a reflection of what i had to offer Mm -hmm. and it's not to say necessarily that we don't assess what we offer you know from time to time um but it i think it is a reminder that often when people say no Mm -hmm. or or are rejecting you in some way it is a reflection of their preference Mm -hmm. not you yeah and so um reminding yourself of that i think is an encouragement to keep saying like this is my preference (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like me being present and offering Uh certain kinds of wisdom is my preference and so i'm going to keep doing that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and how people respond to that is their preference yeah 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 Yeah. there's certain things we control and don't and like and i think for type nines we more often we probably edit ourselves more often than a lot of the other types because we have to overcome the idea that our presence doesn't matter. Right. And like, who cares? You know, I like I mentioned in a previous podcast, my like the Sahara desert hears me better than anyone in my home right now. (laughs) And sometimes that's how it it just feels like doing anything or offering anything or having a business. It's just like, okay, I'm going to put all this effort in and it's going to be out there. And who cares? Like for what? Yeah. My presence doesn't matter. So when you actually put something out there, you're having to like go back and challenge the lie part of this more often and like just getting something, putting the effort in to, to like think about it yeah, and then do the behind the scenes work and then work up the nerve to hit publish or to call somebody or to, you know, like create the product you're creating, whatever. Yeah. Just a lot. Okay, so I'm having uh, some thoughts, and I I'm gonna kind of s- just lay them out there for you because you're right. the enneagram expert. Okay, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. But like, so we're talking about our longing is that we we long to be heard and felt like we're uh, long to believe that our presence matters. Presence matters, yeah. right? Okay. So my question slash statement slash thoughts is basically like what's interesting about that is that's our core longing is that our presence matters and yet because of kind of where we sit in 
the Enneagram spectrum Mm -hmm. and because of how like our brains work, Mm -hmm. like we actually constantly work somewhat in opposite to that in some ways. Like my, like thinking about like where we sit, like we're more prone to perfectionism Mm -hmm. in some ways. Cause like we sit next to the ones and like, so we like our kind of secondary nature for some of us is to like, like strain towards a one Mm -hmm. like on the other side is an eight Mm -hmm. which is like just in full conflict all the time (laughs) and so like there's always conflict there Mm -hmm. right and so and at the same time in our strength like we're going to a three so we're wanting to be highly efficient and yet when we're on our weaker side, uh, we are fearful of absolutely everything. Yeah, everything <laughs> so, could go wrong. And like, so all of these like yeah. things are just like pulling us in like every other direction. Plus we have this deep desire f- like for for everything to be peaceful yeah. and okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so like I'm thinking about like all of like just the way this all is constructed and thinking like, it all, oh my God. <laughs> like so like i can understand where that longing comes from because that longing is the opposite mm-hmm. kind of of all of that chaos mm-hmm. All, mm-hmm. the opposite of all that chaos is like i'm i'm present and it matters and mm-hmm. i'm loved and i'm known and like all this oh yeah it just mm-hmm. feels so good and so it's kind of the opposite of that and what makes me think of that a little bit is like i think that personally for me in like business journey right like over time like my perfectionism mm-hmm. and my desire for things to be a certain way before i present them or my desire to make sure i edit myself before i enter a space or something like that has slowly had to be whittled down mm-hmm. because of the amount of time it takes mm-hmm. like i am pouring so much time into constructing the person that I think needs to walk into the room to offer <laughs> yeah. whatever I would need to offer. It's a very good way to put it. That I'm not actually walking into the room. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just taking time to construct that person, but they never get through the door. Mm-hmm. And so like I, we were talking about this beforehand. Like I just joined a coaching group. It's been really great. There's only been one meeting so far. It's been fantastic. But the thing, something that the guy who's running it showed us was the way he pitches people. And it's an email with bullet points. And I, <laughs> and I was sitting there going, wait, <laughs> I spend all this time putting together proposals. And you're telling me that you're like landing these huge clients with an email with bullet points. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a different way. Yeah. I like, like, and it's like slowly breaking down this idea that like I have to have it all like beautiful and together mm-hmm. before it mm-hmm. goes into a space. Yeah. And so just from like, that's kind of the example, but wanted to hear like your kind of more Enneagram centric view on some of that. Well, that was very Enneagram centric, John. I was impressed with your memory of uh, you got all the connections right. So that was, was good. Trying. I was trying. That's hard. It's, it's five numbers. John's yeah. doing the work, friends. Yeah. Um. No, I think that's really, yes, because we believe our presence doesn't matter. Like we, we access both of those wings. And for me, when you were talking about like the one and the eight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, I access perfectionism because my eight wing wants to make people pay attention to me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because like the eight is, you know, about power and control and not being taken advantage of. And as a nine, like we borrow that because we don't want to believe that our presence doesn't matter because it hurts so bad. Right. When that is confirmed for us. Yeah. And so I do realize that I, I, for me, when you're saying that, yes, I personally use perfectionism a lot of like, because if it is perfect and excellent, they have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. You have to look at me. Yes. Yeah. You have to tell me that this matters and that I matter and that I'm worth your time yeah, yeah. and you will tell me, you know, like, because it's perfect. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. That's funny. So, okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, that is, uh, that was that is a very interesting, like, I think all of those things are at play and all of them can also be strengths. Like that is, yeah, yeah. you know, something yeah. that there's an Enneagram theory that says like, we have a little bit of all of the personality types and right. it's learning right. to access all of them in balance. Right. That makes it good. But just talking about the, uno- like it, before we're aware, like, I do think <laughs> you having that conversation and me having that, I use perfectionism to control people. Yeah. One, eight kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. revelation is going to help me a little bit more in my recovering perfectionist journey. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I just hadn't been aware of that. So I think the biggest thing is to just like the Enneagram centric is just become aware of how all these things influence you. Right. More and what they're trying to influence. They're they're not actually trying to influence other people. They're trying to influence you into believing that your presence matters. Yeah. Like that's what we're doing. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. Like we think we're doing it for other people. <laughs> No. Yeah. It is not, I won't say selfishly motivated, but it is. We want to believe that our presence matters. And so we access all of these tools to get the affirmation from somebody else that we matter here. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like this is all just kind of coming together in the moment. Like I did not think about this beforehand. You should see all the light bulbs about Johnson. Yeah. But it's, it's also like, but also looking back at some of just even like the recent conversations or the recent like groups that I've been a part of that have kind of led to this moment. It's been about it. I think all of those things have been about like the way that I see the way I see myself, the way I see my business is skewed slightly in the sense that like, I feel like I have to earn my way in to my presence mattering. Mm. And that's not wholly a correct way to view it. And it's also not that dependent on me. Mm-hmm. Like I have to take some of the burden off myself. Mm-hmm. Like because I can only show up with who I am and what I know. Mm-hmm. The other part of that is the receiving end. And I can't control that. Right. And I think that's part, I think that's where like. Even with a perfect product, you can actually. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, so like back to your story's point, right? Like you're not a very offensive person, Bonnie. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Like, 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 (laughs) like, I feel like it's hard for you to offend someone. And so like for, so for people to walk away, like it's not about the product, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not about what you, it, 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 it. It is about what you presented because what you presented triggered something. Right. But what you presented isn't necessarily the issue. Right. The issue lies completely outside of your control. Uh And so I I think that that is 
start and this is just the beginning of the journey for me because this yeah. is all within the past week yeah. so like so like you know i have no idea to tell you what is going to happen from here or where to go from here but what i'm just processing out loud i guess is like i control a lot less than i give myself credit for yeah what i need to give myself credit for is what i can control and what i do know and what i am good at mm-hmm. control that part and just the rest is the rest, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and stop putting as much burden on myself to like, as, as you're putting it, like force people to be mm-hmm. like, your presence matters. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to pay you for your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, I do like even this conversation, um, is helping me remember that a lot of like, for me, even jumping out of a full-time job, like I was getting a lot of affirmation that my presence mattered sure. in ministry. Yeah. And um, it felt very difficult to walk away from because honestly, it was a bit of a drug. Like I could get affirmation from anyone at any moment. Yep. Um, and I'm not saying don't be encouraging to people, but like also nines be aware of what encouragement feels like sometimes yeah. of just this affirmation that your presence matters. And is that in the right place? Um, and so for me, like the work of starting my own business and trying to do something with coaching and like even writing what I think on the internet yeah, or for myself or whatever um, is just like a, it's been an act to stretch myself to believe that my presence matters. And there are times there have definitely been times in this year and a half journey where I'm like, this is all stupid. I suck at this. Like I'm failing. And then I eventually get back down to when I think, clearly and I go on a walk and you know like do the things that are healthy for me yeah I remember like no literally showing up at your desk today was an act of defiance against the lie that you believe like that my presence doesn't matter yep um and so that's kind of an only for all the entrepreneurs up there out there it's just like just showing up sometimes is enough yeah to say like my presence matters yeah even if you don't do anything for the world to see like you showing up to the desk that day or to the field or whatever the case, wherever you're showing up yeah, is, is enough to, to lean into the core longing yeah. of believing that your presence matters. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think what well, I say, leave it there. Cause I feel like that's good encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you don't, don't need to say anything else. It's just show, just show up, mm-hmm. just show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it is, it, it takes enough energy for us as mm-hmm. nines, literally, mm-hmm. to just show up. Mm-hmm. I believe, like, I think that that takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of courage, and it takes a lot of confidence. And like, if you can do that, then yeah, you're you're open. You're at least opening yourself up mm-hmm. to the potential that, like, something else is going to come from that. Yeah, and sometimes it's a lot harder just to get to the desk in the first place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so recognizing that that is what it is. Um, you know, and that's not a flaw or like whatever, but it's just, it's part of, part of our humanness. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all have a, yeah, we all have a humanness, you know, to yeah. overcome. So, yeah. 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 So, well, I don't want to shut it down. If you have more, I totally, we can talk more, but I feel like that's a great way to just let our friends be encouraged mm. to just show up. Yeah. So. Let your presence matter. Yeah. And believe that your presence matter. I am curious, John, like yeah. when you think about it this way um, and you start to think about like the next little bit, I think that metrics 
how like I was just saying, I got this affirmation all the time in my last job. Yeah, yeah. And it made me realize like I don't have a healthy gauge for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I have the okay, I'm showing up. I'm yeah. believing that my presence matters, but like I feel a compulsion to put it in a measurable outside of myself way. So mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. what might that look like? Like the metric. Yeah. Like how can you look outside of yourself and say, okay, my presence matters and that motivates me to show up today? Well, I think oftentimes what I've found is I need somebody else who has just a, a little bit, at least a little bit of insight into my business, into what I'm doing enough to say, well, what actually happened? Mm-hmm. You know, like in, in this, so like, for example, like Lauren, my wife, mm-hmm. like she has enough insight to say, well, did you like, did you get that contract signed? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. So you have a new client. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like, 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 hello. Um, and so like, uh, like just enough. Having, I think having someone who you can talk to and who can say to you, what's the truth here? Like, what's reality here? Uh And you can actually look back and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, they did say yes. Mm -hmm. I do matter to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Is sometimes enough for me to be encouraged to just like take the next step. Right. And so I think some of it is having someone like that. Um, also I think that maybe not, so for me, it's probably a little bit more difficult because I don't, I'm terrible at social media and I like, it's, it's a place that I think I, on some level I need to get better, but on another level, I'm just totally rejecting it. (laughs) Um, so on, on a, like, but I do think something that's been helpful more recently that I'm trying to do is to just prioritize the things that I think are important. So like uh, looking at my week and saying, what's actually important for me to get done here? And sometimes that is, sometimes that is working on my website. Sometimes that is trying something new. Like I've been trying to like kind of mess with like, seo on my website and that's a little frustrating but yeah like just trying to like mess with some things and see what happens sometimes it's um it's i have started trying to like create some ideas for blog posts for my website and for potential youtube channel stuff and things like that so sometimes it's just being willing to take time out of your normal work day mm-hmm. to say i'm gonna set aside some time for these kind of maybe special projects that like I really want to do yeah and then to be able to look back at the end of the day and say yeah like I actually accomplished something like Mm -hmm. I did not move the needle on this paying client maybe yeah but I moved the needle on something else Mm -hmm. um like investing in yourself like uh, joining this coaching group like Mm -hmm. I already know day one that it was a it was a good investment and it's something I have pushed back against Mm -hmm. Because I didn't feel like I had the money mm-hmm. or the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm a little busier than I've been before. And I have less money than I did before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so ironic. But now is the time where it's like, no, you need to stop fighting this and just mm-hmm. do it. And mm-hmm. so, like, 
reminding like i think if there's a way to write things down to remind mm -hmm. yourself so that you're not always dependent on like some algorithm or some digital metric that you're succeeding mm -hmm. like i feel like that has been more encouraging to me because i don't necessarily have the digital metrics to go on now i did redo my website and my analytics have been very good like i'm getting Yay. like i'm getting organic reach mm -hmm. for my website mm -hmm. just because i changed my website yeah like, just because i redid the whole thing and it's kind of like semi more seo gauged mm -hmm. like i'm getting like between like 30 and 100 site visits a day so nice. like it's just like little things like that and it's not that's not a ton of site visits but it's mm -hmm. like it's better than zero. Yeah. Which is what it was, Bobby. <laughs> so, That's so, fair. So, um, you know, just celebrating the little wins. Like, you don't have to be perfect overnight. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have it all together overnight. Just adding up those little things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, what are you, what are you, are you gauging something else other than social metrics? Yeah. So, I think other people definitely are important yeah. in this. But, and I think that I have put all of my eggs in that basket and in like the masses of other people. This is where I can get tripped up mm. is it's like how many people are telling me my presence matters. Gotcha. Kind of as a subconscious yeah. ticker I have working. And I've had to shift that to like what quality of people, like going to some of Bernays Brown, like who's in there, Bernays Brown's, who's in the arena with you? Yeah. 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 Which is um, from her Dare to Lead um book if you've never read that before of like who's actually got skin in the game with you yeah. who sees you all the way and so you know i think I, I do think of like mark my husband and i think of you and lauren yeah. and i think of my friend elaine who she listens to this highly um you know like even her one time saying to me like my your experiences matter like because yeah. i struggle with like well on paper in a degree right 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 i don't have very much <laughs> <laughs> like like, uh, I don't have that much. Like, I have a graphic design degree, so I can do that. You know, I feel confident in that. Um, but even her being able to say to me, like, no, your experiences, your lived experiences matter too. Yep, yep. Um, I think is important. But I think even when you were talking, I realized how much I treat myself like a ghost. Like, I don't leave any imprint. And I just believe I don't leave any imprint at all. Um, and so even just paying attention to the fact that, like, and there's like an indent on my couch where I sit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like hearing even last night, um, Caleb was after his baseball game, they got demolished. This one team they played is stacked and they handpicked their kids and oh all travel gosh. team. And it's just, it was upsetting. Yeah. Bork, yeah. you need to fix this. Yeah. Anyway. um, And so after the game, he's like, I don't want to play baseball anymore. I'm never playing again. It's so boring. And I was like, well, is this because you just lost the game right, right. and you didn't get any hits? Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe let's not make this choice when we're mad or when we're sad because right, we make right. bad choices we regret yeah. later when we're mad and sad. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just hate it. And I'm like, well, and you have to keep in mind, you're not playing soccer and baseball again at the same time. Right. Yeah. We're not, we're not gonna, this is going to happen again. Like, yeah. baseball season's in the spring, soccer's in the fall. Yeah. We're going to keep them separated from here and out. And then fast forward to at home, Mark was like tucking him in and I... And Caleb was reprocessing his day and he said something about, Dad, I think I only want to play baseball in the spring and only want to play soccer in the fall. Nice. Right. So yeah. he went from I'm never playing baseball again to yeah. like, 
Yeah. Baseball is hard today. I think I'm really tired. I'm paying attention to the fact that soccer and baseball at the same time for a six-year-old is a lot. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So like seeing those things and then even just like I That's think funny. my um pottery habit is a good thing for me right now. This yeah. <laughs> too. Because like yeah. I can show you the clay before I touch it. Yeah. It is a cube. Yeah. It is yeah. useless. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's not doing anything. And so reminding myself that like this berry bowl would not have existed mm. had I not put my physical hands on it yep. and like done the work to shape it and done the work to trim it and done the work to like gouge some holes in it, which was harder than you would think it would be. I would imagine. Well, I would imagine just because they look very well done. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, the little toolies, jagged edges, and that threw me off. Yeah. That took me yeah. way longer than I expected. But anyway, yeah. So I think things like that, just like noticing my personal wife patina that I like leave on things. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Of like, oh, wait, no, I'm a physical human being who makes physical differences, emotional differences, mental, spiritual, all of these things happen. Yeah. Um, and learning to, I need to pay attention to those things more. So anyway. Okay. Now we've gone from, I feel like this was short to now we're pushing. I put a timer on my watch this time, friends. We're still team tiny, Mike. <laughs> It's all right. All, all good stuff. All good stuff. Yeah. So, um, but we'll wrap it up. And so this this is the end of this series. Um, and here's the thing. Like, even if you don't leave us a voice message, we want some affirmation. Wow. <laughs> no, here's what I'll say. I'm just kidding. Do you like, I, I want to know if people like the, the series idea. Like, do you like hearing kind of the, like, a couple weeks of, like, the same kind of thing like do we you know is it is it good to work through some of like this enneagram knowledge on kind of like a serialized mm, version of it good. so um yeah let us know in the comments or send us a message or something or you can just type us a, a dm yeah if you want DM, to yeah leave us a review or rate, all of those things yeah so other people can find us yeah yeah so um, and we'll be asking to hear from you more soon. John and I have ideas churning that we're not going to talk about, but I'm going to do that thing that people do to make you say, Something's coming. <laughs> Something's Our coming. wheels are churning. Yeah. And we can't quite share with you yet, but I can't wait until I can share with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was my influencer impression. That's very good. That's Thank very you. good. That's very good, Bonnie. Also, I feel like this makes us like true entrepreneurs like we have more than one idea cooking uh, it's true so watch out oh look out <laughs> anyway all right all right friends we will see you next time oh wait oh go ahead we're on the internet oh yeah sorry i was totally you took my part so i totally skipped yours yeah so sorry we're also on the internet <laughs> and you can find john's fancy new website and my the same website on the show notes <laughs> Bonnie, your website matters and it's great. It's great, but I haven't changed it since October, so there you go. Anyway. Okay. Okay, now I'm John. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.